Welcome to the Empowered Lifestyle Podcast, a movement and community designed to help you live your best life and reconnect you back to the things that really matter. Hey guys, it's Kate here and excited to jump into day two of our Raising Empowered Families Challenge. Now, We have had the most incredible feedback already from those of you listening to our podcast, those of you that joined us live in this challenge and just really sensing that the huge need right now for families to feel supported and heard, just kind of feeling like they're carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders. And so as we dive into day two, in today's episode, um, we have some little visitors come in and join us, my son Bodhi and daughter Zara, and we really dive into the topic, helping families schedule the things that really matter that are going to help them take a step further towards their vision. It's so easy for the week to unfold and us just get busy being busy and living by default. We want to help you shift that even when there's uncertain things going on in the world outside. And if you haven't joined our challenge and you want to check it out, we've got some amazing bonuses uh, and gifts for you when you do join officially. Uh, you can go to raisingempoweredfamilieschallenge.com, register there. You'll get a login to our private platform and be able to access everything right there. But let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to day two, everyone. How did we go yesterday? I'm hoping uh, if you're tuning in today, you caught day one uh, and you took some time to go through and contemplate uh, what was said. Uh, often, I think in life, in, uh, in the system, it's just go, 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 go. It's a lot of, uh, I guess, if you're a moon tracker or a yogi, it's a lot of yang type energy. It's just... And we don't take the time to contemplate, to uh, digest, to reflect... Uh, on the information where that's where it starts to really germinate and, and come to fruition in our minds. So I, I trust, I hope that you took the time to do that, uh, whether it was passively in your mind or you started to put pen to paper. I would actually love you to share in the chat, maybe what's one realization or something cool that happened around the dinner table in conversation with your family last night. I'd love you to share with us um, something that's come from already just getting to become a little clearer on that vision and, and having that conversation with the people that you love around you as well. So the more we get to share, I think, different insights and experiences within our own family, the more we get to help others as well. So I love that. So don't be shy. <laughs> as well as yourself, like you think about how the mind works, you'll read something that's one level. If you start to write something down, you're taking uh, something that's in the quantum, making it physical. But if you start to verbalize it, it'll help clarify things in your own mind uh, and it'll take it to an even deeper level of understanding because now you're creating that vibration. You're actually giving it some life. So excited to hear how everyone's doing with it so far. And then uh, we're going to dive into the day two content. Yes. Which is quite cool. If you're, uh, if you're seeing there's some little people in the background who are, <laughs> who we're excited to, to chat to and uh, bring this to life. It's one thing us just kind of sharing what to do, uh, but seeing it in action, I think you'll get uh, a better understanding, but also um, 
what do they say? Don't work with children and animals. And animals, so yeah. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Um, <laughs> something that I have observed with getting a lot of feedback from um, people as they've been joining our Facebook community um, is just the, uh, I guess, as a parent, not knowing how to explain what the future could look like to our children uh, and feeling a real weight around that. And also just, you know, I think as an adult, just kind of going, oh, like, yeah, what what does it look like? I don't know. And that uncertainty can cause um, almost paralysis mm. um, in, in any kind of action that we could take today towards the future that we want to create. And I know that I've definitely had stages of my life where I felt like, what's the point in dreaming? Like, what's the point in having a vision for my future? Like, today sucks and how on earth am I going to get out of this situation? Um, But I think, you know, as you start to shift focus and start to allow yourself to think bigger beyond the current circumstances and for your children as well, it's a beautiful gift because what I love about kids and I think some of the fears that I'm hearing from families or parents right now is it's almost like the kids don't they don't have the fear that you do and it's almost like sometimes we put our fears onto them um and so we're worrying about things that aren't actually even crossing our kids minds right now so i think that's something really important to be aware of and conscious of um as you go through what we're about to share with you today as well yeah um without going too deep or we probably will go deep but when you think about you have your your ego or your self-conscious and that's where all thinking is done and then you've got your unconscious which is how you feel and your unconscious is set up between kind of ages four and seven where you're starting to make sense of the world and you start to apply rules okay because um you know mummy's love was unconditional I just, I just had to burp or poo or make a noise and she was right there for me. Uh, but now, um, you know, when I play with my dolls too long, now she yells. Oh, so I've got to be a good girl in order to get love now. Or I come home and, you know, the report card, I don't care. I just was having fun at school, but now mummy's in my mind withdrawing love because I didn't you know, do X, Y, Z at school according to a piece of paper that the teacher gave. And so now, oh, I have to uh, be good at school to be good enough in order to get love. And we, we put all of these shortcuts in our life, all of these um, unconscious patterns so that we can get on with life. Imagine if every time you stepped towards the road, gosh, it's a bad analogy, but I'll use it anyway because we'll bring this into it. Sure. <clears throat> if every time I stepped towards the road, I had to go and learn, oh, that's a car. This is how this works. So we already create these shortcuts to understand how life works and therefore our benefit at the time. But then we form these unconscious beliefs that I'm not good enough. Um, in order to be loved, I need to do this. Um, I need to be perfect. I'm not perfect. All of these things come up. They served us at the time, but now as we go through life, the patterns are still playing out. Mm. So I bring this up because it's so important that you're aware of them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to project them onto your children. Yeah. And then the third mind is really the super conscious. And I'm so excited for this because... um, 
you know, it's, it's all the buzz, quantum physics and the field and all of that. And Joe Dispenza and Martini, all these people who are kind of bringing this to um, mainstream, if you will. Mm. And I really think what I'm most excited about is not teaching our children because they already, they know, they use it. Um, it's us as adults having more of an awareness of how that works. Yeah. Because when we, you... as adults, I think we almost need to unlearn some stuff and yeah. that, that's part of the thing. And I think that awareness of having that filter to go ask questions first versus tell. And I, I'm seeing in the chat here, I just want to share this. So Jess is saying um, that she normally doesn't ask good questions of her toddler, um, but she was really surprised yesterday when she asked her how she would feel if she spit at her <laughs> and she said, not good. I felt like I got through to her about stopping their behavior. So you think about with some kids, you just like, stop doing that. You're bad. Go into timeout, whatever. Um, but actually getting them to reflect. And, you know, I know your little one, she's dealing with being a, a big sister now and there's lots of other things at play, but to ask that question in that moment, that's awesome. Uh, Lauren was saying that last night was messy at her house. I'm glad you didn't come in with big expectations, Lauren. That's great. Um, husband had a huge day. He's in construction and stressed at the moment. Um, uh, wasn't the best moment, but I, it, she brought it up and it went okay. He's supportive and also has similar dreams and young, her youngest, uh, loved it. And 13 year old didn't say too much. I'm going to try to get in a better moment. And so that's beautiful. I, I'm so grateful that you shared that. And I'm glad that you just brought it up because as we were saying, life is messy. There's not always a perfect time, but even with your 13-year-old just watching, um, sometimes they just need to just need to kind of step back and take a little look and go, all right, okay. And and if it's not a, just a one-off conversation, they will start to become involved in the conversation. Their mind's probably ticking away the things that they want to share. I want to give a metaphor just on that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen this. I'm not sure it's as big anymore. Maybe I'm just hanging out with different people. But where people would get... Um, it's not a stud. They would get like a thing and they would put oh, it into their ear. That ear hole thing. The, and they would make it bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where people, some people, they could put a Coke can through their earlobe. Right. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I'm, I'm sure if you Google Coke can earlobe, but you understand what I mean where yes. people put different, I don't know the name for it. Yes. But if I just came and tried to put a Coke can in day one, um, it, it would not. <laughs> random analogy no it worked I get it, I get it. but how do they do that you just do a normal pinhole to start with and then they just put a slightly bigger i should have probably got whatever name, but, but i get and then we they get, get bigger the... and bigger and bigger yeah. and so sometimes we have a very clear intention and outcome of how this should go instead of being more attached to no timeline yeah because when topics are so important it's just little by little to the point where you can fit it's, the coat it, can. It's playing the long game. Don't you ever put a coat <laughs> can in your ear. My goodness. All right. Um, Sasha was saying that her 15-year-old had to pick his year 10 units, which gave way for great conversation about what makes his heart sing drums, sport, and his mates. I love that. That's so good. Um my son has ADHD and, and level two autism. It's been interesting, but reaching out to school and having workloads reduced has helped incredibly. We now have calm and it's important to reach out to others. Absolutely, um, Shelly. And I know that Melanie saying her struggle is just feeling like the homeschooling motivation. And we'll totally talk about that with you um, as well. A stretcher. A stretcher. Okay, thanks. I God. knew someone would know. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. So. But um, but I think just it, it is it is those questions and it's little by little. It's playing the long game. It's having a long term vision of what you want to create for your family. And conversation one might not go exactly how you want it, and that's okay. It's I think for sometimes if it's if this might be a little bit of left field for your kids, they're like, what what's mum on about or what, what's dad on about, and that's okay. You just want to start to bring that to become a part of a normal conversation at the dinner table. All right. Our kids are getting restless. They are. I think we need to, let's bring them in. Well, like for me, um, I don't know about you guys, but um, we, my family, we would always have lots of conversation at the dinner table. That was kind of where, um, you know, we learned about each other in our day and it wasn't just, you know, we certainly didn't eat in front of the telly or anything like that. It was just coming together and we definitely, you know, created that. Uh, in our home as well. But what we wanted to do is want to bring these little guys in um, to share a little bit of insight of the, the questions that we ask, the conversations that we have. And um, do you guys want to, who wants to, you can sit on my lap. And, uh, come on in. Yeah, have a seat. You guys what? want to introduce who you are? I'm Bodhi. You're Bodhi. And how old are you? I'm 11. 11. And how about you? I'm Zara and I'm nine nine cool so could you tell us um what we do at the dinner table each night we ask what um what each other is grateful for and if there's visitors what happens we ask them as well ask them as well then what is that do you enjoy that process that time yeah why why is that important to you because we see what people like Mm. and what they did that day is it nice for you getting to share as well? Yeah. Mm. What's the rules when someone's speaking? You don't speak. Mm. How do you listen? With your eyes and ears. In <laughs> <laughs> your heart. <laughs> it's a bit right. strange you're staring at yourself on a screen right now. I get it. It's kind of like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> um, um, but something that we, you know, as we started to learn about getting clear on our vision for the future, we we brought this up with the kids and it's amazing. I mean, we speak to our four-year-old niece and she's very clear on what she's, yes. you know, her vision for the future. So um, it's, sometimes it's a little funny and it changes. And I mean, think about yourself, whether you're as a teenager or like I think about as a 10-year-old versus a teenager versus, you know, early 20s, my vision changed and probably what you were going to be when you grew up changed and all of that, which is totally fine. But it's, it's having a compelling vision for your future, regardless of your current circumstances and so we really wanted to share this with the kids um, and get them dreaming and thinking of the life that they want to live and the future they want to create and actually sitting in this room right here um, we actually before we painted the walls um, in this office um, do you want to share what we actually did we wrote some things that we wanted to do our dreams your dreams on the wall yeah on the wall so how did that feel? Really cool. And do you, like when you look at certain parts of the wall, do you remember some yeah. things? Like Xavier, our brother, he he wrote scuba dive and he's a scuba diver now and he can scuba dive and he went on a billionaire's boat up to the on this. He did, yeah. And when he wrote that, was that even a possibility in his life? No. No, it wasn't. 
Um, what did you write, Zara? What's something that you've written? I wrote, over there, go to the snow with Sky. With our dog? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. What's something that you've written up on the wall? I wrote, fly a plane, which I have flown a plane. Mm. That's pretty cool. There's many things on this wall, but just getting into the point, to the state of dreaming and going, wow, like if you could do anything. So I know you've got some questions that we can share that we talk about and then also that you can ask of yourself as well as of, of your children, regardless of their age. Well, we'll, um, we'll go through kind of day one's process <clears throat> with the kids just yeah. so you can guys see it in action. And so um, Zara. Mm. Mm. What would you love to create in your life? Well, I would like to live on a ranch mm -hmm. and I would have big stables and seven horses and three dogs and a big veggie garden. Nice. And uh, the dogs, what kind of dogs would you have? There would be a German Shepherd, a Boxer, and a Kelpie. Proper dogs, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, okay, and why is that important to you? Because I love animals. Mm -hmm. Cool. And do you have a sense of what you'd love to do or be when you grow up? Um, well, I like to work with animals. Mm. Nice. And so, uh, anything else you'd like to share about what you'd love to create for um, your future? No. Um, who's going to live on this ranch? You're going to be on by yourself? Um, you have a horse for each day, or <laughs> how does that work? Um, uh, it'll be me. Mm hmm my kids. My kids. <laughs> and my um, husband. <gasps> Did he ask me first? Did I approve? Dad. <laughs> okay, okay. What about me? Well, he can be in the well, granny flat. <laughs> yeah. Can hey. I have a spot in the stables or something? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've looked after you really well. <laughs> you know you got to pay that back someday. <laughs> Zara, oh, yeah. I, I have a question because I think um, I know some families watching this, they're homeschooling their kids for the first time um, because they need to be at home and others are thinking about bringing their kids home from school. Um, how, is it, how has it been for you since you've been homeschooling? Well, it's been really fun. And it's good that we're spending time with our family. And sometimes people will say, but what about like being with your friends and things like that? How's that been for you? Well, I still really do miss my friends, but I still get to see them on the weekends. Yeah. What about after school? Yeah, sometimes my friends that live across the road, I can just go and see them in the afternoon. Mm. Mm. And, cool. and then do you, with what you're learning, um, are you enjoying that more because of you kind of getting to choose some of the things that you learn about? Yeah. Mm. Cool. We'll come back to that. Awesome. What about you, big boy? 
What would you love to create? I'd in love your life? to have a farm uh, with my wife and kids, and I'd have horses, cows, pigs, and chickens, and I have four dogs, a golden retriever, a kelpie, a border collie, and a boxer. Wow. <laughs> and I'd have a catamaran in the wet Sundays. Nice. And so a veggie garden. And a veggie garden. In the, in the boat? or no. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And why catamaran? Why, why wet Sundays? Because it's really nice up there. Yeah. Mm. You've enjoyed that. Yeah. Very cool. So, to create these things, what would be important to start learning about now? to have that life learn about like how to make money money why would that be important so you can have the money to buy those things mm, that's good what about you are what would you have to start learning about well you would need to have a healthy lifestyle why is that so you um to ride a horse well and be able to so be could, fit and active. Yeah. So you could maintain those things. Mm. And you both said veggie gardens. That's yeah. peculiar. Why is that important? So we can grow our own food. Yeah. Right. And we know that it's healthy because at the shops, um, all the veggies get sprayed with all different things. Yeah, you're going to get preached to now. <laughs> um, have you... Now... Let's go down that path then, because I'm sure you guys might want to know this. What do you eat? How would you uh, consider your eating habits? Well, I'm a vegetarian. Pescatarian. Pescatarian. You're very pesky. (laughs) (laughs) And I love cucumbers and broccoli. Mm -hmm. So have you ever eaten an animal? Only like fish and stuff. Right. Why is that? Because if I was going to be a vet, it would be weird if I eat animals, but I'm trying to save animals. Mm. Very deep. How about you, little boy? How would you describe your eating habits? Well, I eat meat as well as vegetables. (laughs) Yeah. And what do you love to eat? Meat. Meat. <laughs> so who's your mum and dad? <laughs> yeah. What about you? Who's your mum and dad? You too. Oh, <laughs> how What's a rule that we have about food? If you're going to put something in your body, what do you need to know? It has to be organic or well, where it came from. you got to know where it came from. Mm. Mm. And what's, what's in it, yeah? Mm. Yeah. That's the only rule. So we were at a, <laughs> we were all vegetarian at one stage. I raced the Hawaiian Ironman, um, you know, training three years, nine months a year, 500 Ks a week on the bike, 100 Ks a week running, 20 Ks a week swimming, did all that as vegetarian. And then uh, I had some different understandings, some different insights for my own body. Uh, around blood typing and so I started to incorporate a little bit of meat Uh, but Kate and I how long since you've had meat 
Uh, it's been over 21 years. 21 years. Yeah. So anyway, we, um, we just had that rule. You can have whatever you want. You just got to know what it is. So we're at this uh, Christmas party and I'm with Bodhi at a table and you would have been... I don't know. Six. No, young. Oh, really? No, I don't... Th- was Wa even around? He's probably like three or four. <laughs> and probably three. And uh, it was a Christmas party and these um, chicken skewers came around. And Bodhi's like, oh, can I have one? I said, well, you can, but do you know what it is? I don't know what it is. It's chicken. And then we go through like chickens, like you see at the farm and they pluck them and they kill them and they do all this stuff and then they cook them up. Um, Do you still want it? And 10 times out of 10, the answer had always been no, but he's like, yes. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, mum's not here. Here we go. And so he bit this thing and his face just was like, oh. And oh, oh, how is it? It's delicious. <laughs> and um, there's another time where he was just dreaming. What you doing, buddy? He said, "Oh, I just I wish." No, we were talking about. He's like, "Oh, reincarnation." When when you die, oh, can right. you choose like what you get to come back as? We're like, "Yeah, buddy, whatever you want," because <laughs> you know we've been really. I think it's important not to. It's important to ask questions and not push your values, your beliefs onto your kids, right? So, um, and we're like, yeah, whatever you want. And we said, if you could choose, then what would you be? He's like, I'd choose to be a lion. We're like, whoa, that's cool. Why would you choose a lion? He's like, because they eat meat and and I don't know, and I've never eaten meat before and I don't want it to, no, don't know what it tastes like. <laughs> anyway, so that was a bit, a bit side. But the reason, I guess, I don't know why you brought up that story, but I'm going to assume that well, let, let, you can raise kids differently. Correct. I have my values. I don't love that Bodhi um, is choosing to have meat, but I respect it because you 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 know you have to eat lots of veg with it. You make other good choices, and so Zara doesn't love Bodhi any <laughs> differently because of that choice, right? So I think depending on what your family looks like there are going to be different values and choices being made at your dinner table for many different reasons. Um, and it's how you blend all that together and make everyone feel like they matter and that they're seen and that they're heard regardless of, you know, choices. And, and that's the reason I brought it up because when you look <clears throat> at society, our vision is that our children um, are really in tune and in touch with the planet. Mm-hmm. And that includes <clears throat> other humans of which come in all shapes, sizes, beliefs, backgrounds, medical choices. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to have the, the community, the family, the world, uh, where our vision is fulfilled, that everyone can have different values um, and they're respected and we can all live together, uh, and that's got to start at the family unit. And so that's why I wanted to emphasize the point that you can have, she's violently opposed to, um, you know, animal cruelty and eating animals and all that. And this little one, it's not a meal unless there's, you know, he's true carnivore, but they love each other. They can sit at the same dinner table and have that. And, And that's why I wanted to emphasize that. I think my vision for this, if I get a little bit deep and philosophical is if in our own mind, you think you've got opposing values 
until you go through tomorrow's process. <laughs> but once your own values are in alignment and you cannot have stress in your own mind, then you can take that into the family unit. And if the family unit can do that, then families can do that within a community. That's right. And then communities can do that within a state and states can do that within a country and countries can do that with each other. So that's where it starts. It's got to be, and it's just one little example mm. of a choice. Yeah. But <clears throat> questions are the answers, guys. The better you get at not jumping in and projecting what's on your heart. Um, and I think that one of the most beautiful things is the more we do this, often the kids will come and ask us questions. Mm -hmm. How can I help you, mum? Hey, what's up? And I think that's where your own needs, it's not that you put them aside um, because you don't want to just be you know, asking everyone else questions and you never get to voice what's important to you. But how do you get to a point where there's relationships where you can communicate your values in other people's values? So we might let you guys oh, go. No, no, not yet, not yet. Okay, well, they're so, wiggling, so stop talking, Dad. Wiggle all you want. <laughs> they're used to it. So from yesterday, from day one, it was all about casting a vision that's important to you. Day two is about recognizing, well, what's important for you to start doing, learning about, upskilling in order to create that vision. And the, the opposite is going, well, today we're gonna to go, we're gonna learn English, we're gonna learn maths, we're gonna do science, we're gonna do geography, we're gonna do history. But how does that relate to me? How does that relate to my highest values? How does that relate to the life I wanna live? So if we reverse engineer this, um, so for Bodhi, uh, it's changed, but originally, what did you want to be? A pilot. Wanted to be a pilot. And so, how, what did we do for your schooling towards that? Flight school. Flight school. So we found, for a couple hundred bucks, everything you need to know about becoming a pilot, the theory, you could get for $200. And so, how did that learning look like? It was online, and I had to complete a certain amount of things. Mm -hmm. And so, did... I have to push you to do that? Did I have to remind you sometimes? Mm. Sure, because we all get off track. And then tell them about your experience, what you actually got to do. So I went and I flew a plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what did you realize you had to learn about to do that? I had to learn about like what things controlled the plane and what they what. And so was there some maths? Yeah. Yep, some physics. Do you like writing, Bodhi? No. <laughs> Does not like it. What did we learn about a pilot? What do they have to fill out? Um, bunch of paperwork. Yeah, mm. flight logs. So was writing important? Yes. Even though you didn't like it, was it necessary? Yes. And so in life, will there be things that we need to do that we don't necessarily like? Yes. But we're not doing them for the sake of just doing them. We realize they're attached to our highest goals, our vision. Awesome, dude. Thank nice you. Nice uh, For you, little Wah, um, do you like maths? Not really. Not really. In fact, there was a declaration in the first few days of 
uh, homeschooling. Oh, no, no, I don't do math. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to be a vet, what would vets have to do? Well, they would need to know, like, maths. What because, kind of math, yep. Um, if I was putting an injection into um, an animal... I would need to know how much to put in and I would need to add up numbers. Mm. Weigh things, mm. all that kind of stuff. What about um, to run a vet clinic? That's a business, right? Yeah. Would you have to understand numbers for business mm-hmm. and money? Yeah. Yeah. So do you do maths now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You don't love it. No, I don't. But it's necessary. Mm. Very cool. If you didn't do maths, could it stop you from creating the life you want? No. If you didn't do maths, she, she just like, I'll just run to a brick wall. <laughs> no. She's rather determined, don't you? <laughs> you just hire someone, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, I have one more little question um, around money for you Bode. Mm-hmm. How have you been doing maths as it relates to money and business? So I make sourdough crumpets and bread so I have made a business plan of like so how much because um, I have a sourdough starter that makes the bread and sourdough so I have to see because I have to feed it I have to see how much feeds I can get out of one bag of flour and how many crumpets it would make out of one bag and then I'd see how much it cost me and then I'd do the cost and I found out it only took well don't don't tell your secrets don't tell your secrets but you've worked out you've got you've got a nice profit margin don't you and what are you what are you working towards right now um what's your goal getting a new bike a new mountain bike and you you know how much that costs and so you've got a, a plan to yes. to put your business in place and if you didn't if you weren't good at maths and you didn't know your numbers your business might not be that profitable would it mm. Mm. nice awesome guys cool well anything thanks anything else you'd like to share i'd like you to share one one pearl of wisdom what's one thing you could say to the parents out there who are a bit concerned about homeschooling? Um, you go, Boo. Um, well, you, it's fine because you, you can learn the things that you want to learn instead of like sometimes learning things that aren't important. Awesome. Nice. What about to the kids? What would you say to the other kids who might be homeschooling now? Mm. Let you laugh. Any mm. advice? What if they're a bit concerned? What would you say to make them feel reassured? I'm going to ask a different question, Sam. So one of the pieces of, let's call it homework from today's lesson is for people to start um, dreaming again 
or dreaming and have their kids dream about what they would love for their future. Just like some of the things that you shared that you wrote on the wall. Maybe what's something that you want to say about that? Did you enjoy doing that? Is that fun to do? Yeah, it's fun. Oh, she ran yeah, out she's done. Time's she out. Ran All out right. Of Love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. See ya. Don't trip over the cord and make sure the door's shut. Uh, All right. So let's let's bring this to life. Or yes. They probably brought it to life. Thank you. <laughs> I know right now. Door is Regardless closed. of when you're listening to this, what's wrong is always available. There will always be distractions. Uh, there will always be uncertainty available for the future yeah. because we live in an ever-changing world. I know, you know, Vanessa's listening and I shared her story a little bit about her son. Um, there may not be... <laughs> Options. We know right now there's people who would love to be at the Paralympics, but because they have particular beliefs, they're choosing not to have certain interventions, which means what they've trained for their entire life, they now are saying no to. But I hope you get the conversations that we have with our children, regardless of what they end up doing, think about what are the character traits, what are the skills that you will help co-create with them that are important to them. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to boil today's lesson down to. Day one was about starting to cast a vision. It's never done. You continue casting it. You continue. It's like building a muscle. Every day you want to think about and think about that which you want to bring about. And the longer you can linger in gratitude for the life that you want to live, you want to start to bridge the gap between where you are living and the life you want to live to the point where there's no distinction. You're living the life of your dreams. And so you can only do that if you continue to focus on it, if you continue to put energy towards it in spite of whatever else is going on around you. I think about um, a couple of books, and if you haven't got these, one is called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And the other one is called um, Unbroken. And when you read these stories, or if you start to go back and think about during wartime, there were still people falling in love. There were still people creating beautiful relationships. There were still families being raised through immense trauma. And so you have that ability to create this incredible family unit where you can, uh, unbroken, I don't, it's like Lauren Hillenbrand something like that. Um, so we're not putting our head in the sand. We're not pretending what's going on around us isn't there. But the more you try and deal with that problem, you're going to perpetuate the problem. Yeah. I mean, the other day at the dinner table, Bodhi was like, when's this bloody thing over? He <laughs> just has had enough. And so it's not to say that it doesn't come up in conversation, but it isn't what we... First of all, the news is not on in our house um, and there is no screens on when we are connecting around the dinner table or whatever it might be. Um, and it's bringing it back to, well, what would you love to create? And if if you could do anything, what would that be? And that's going to be some of the questions um, that we'll share with you uh, as a resource today to do not only you got to go first, 
All right, as, as a parent, you need to lead the way, but these are the things that you can intertwine into conversation with your kids to really be able to have them focusing on their vision. And that's why, for example, Xavier this morning, um, he went off for his run on the beach um, and got his exercise in because he's got a vision of how he wants to be with his taekwondo and his fitness and all of these things. And so because of that, he was compelled to do it versus I have to do it. And no, so it doesn't mean they won't have to get reminded. Of course not. It's like when you go on to get something done on social media and then an hour goes by and all you've done is flick and look at cat videos and all sorts of weird stuff. Um, you yourself get distracted during the day. Absolutely. And so if you don't set up little ways to remind yourself, set up the environment, so it's helping your kids realize that. So yesterday, um, I'm going to go back because we want to start to bring this all together. From this vision, the conversation with your children is what would you need or what would you choose? What would you choose is a great way to start. You don't have to, what you need to, what would you choose to start learning now to create that life? Long delays of pause are totally fine. Not for videos, um, <laughs> but that their mind and you see their eyes trying to connect and think about it. Try not to jump in until they look back at you kind of blank. Then you can go prompt another question. Would health be important? Yeah, it would. Why? Well, if you want to be a great horse rider, if you want to be able to tend to a vegetable garden, if you want to be a pilot, what are the things you need? Well, I'd need to be strong in my legs. Great. Would you need to have strong lungs? Just ask questions so that you can bring together. And then what you want to do is how do we schedule that is, so what would you do? So for Zara, one of her things was dancing. It didn't come up today. What do you need for that? I need to be flexible. Well, how often would you want to work on that every day? So now she starts her day by doing some stretching. Does that make sense? For, um, so you want to get, and ideally what you're wanting to draw out of them is something that helps them understand money, something that helps them understand health, and something that helps them um, with social skills. Mm. So my belief, try it on, your ability to find accurate information and report that and present that in either a presentation, a written form, um, PowerPoint, something like that will be one of the best skills you could have. That will not, regardless of what you end up doing or being, that's going to be a great skill. So what happens for us is we've got core things that um, they're non-negotiable because we've all bought in, we all have agreement. And this is a term I'd love you to use. Do we have agreement on that? Because this is how contract law is done. When you start looking at rights, when two people are in agreement of something, your word becomes your word. And you start teaching them about terms and conditions, <laughs> rules. So one of ours is, we brought it up the other day, if you want to do screen time, if you want to watch um, Heart, Heartland, whatever your show is, you need to have read as much. And we've got agreement on that. So yesterday I come in, hadn't done their workouts, hadn't read, got, they're all on screens. 
and inside I'm going and uh, I swear that happened because I'm trying to teach it. So the universe is reflecting it back at me. So I take a breath, take them down one by one and I individually ask them, hey, what's, um, how's your day been? Just checking in because you have no idea what's going on in their mind. They might've got a message, something's happened to a friend. So just check in and be human okay. first and then just say, hey, how's your day been? What's been great about today? What have you done towards your dreams, your goals? What, what could have been better? What are the things we've kind of missed? And you just see their little minds like, I'm like, no, no, you're not in trouble. I'm helping you to realize what it takes to create that life you want. Every day you do something towards it, you feel better, right? Every day you miss it and there's always distractions available. There's always things that are going to take you off course. So what are you going to choose to do right now? So it's like what, 6 30 at night and my two boys went out and started doing a workout. Zara came and started cooking dinner with me. So as an example, just to keep them on track, but that's how you're going to come up with your own curriculum. Mm. You're going to base it on what's the life they want to create. Now, could you just share quickly for homeschooling, what's the actual requirements? Um, well, this was the interesting thing to learn. Um, well, this was in New South Wales and it might differ in different states, but we learned that there's really only eight to 10 hours of contact um, content. learning content that, that that's actually required uh, if you were homeschooling. Um, and so when you look at the school day, um, a lot of it is just filled with a lot of other activities that aren't necessary. So for us, we'll say to our kids, if you get it done quickly, like the rest of the day is yours to do the things that you love. Um, and we'll, we'll share some resources into our community so that you can kind of do some research of your own state and look further into that for yourself as well. Um, but you don't need to become a nine to three plus homework, you know, school teacher if you choose to homeschool, uh, yeah, per week, per week. So eight to 10 hours. So it's per like week. two hours of math, two hours of English, two hours of science and two hours of another, it's like a geography or a, yeah. Yeah. And um, so you go, Oh my gosh, you could knock that off in a day or two hours at the start of each day. So just quickly, we got to wrap this up every Monday. I have the children write several pages about what they did on the weekend from that. We'll read it and we'll give some feedback on uh, punctuation and all that, but we'll form a spelling list and then they will go and do the spelling list several other days. After that, um, they look up word of the day. If you look up word of the day on the internet, there's a new word every day and it's all sorts of amazing words. Half of them I don't even know. They do that on a Monday. On the Tuesday, they'll go through what are the synonyms of that word. On Wednesday, they'll go through the antonyms of that word. Because for me, and they realize we have agreement on this, communication is important. The better that you can communicate, you can share your feelings, you can uh, share a perspective with someone, communication is important regardless of what you end up doing or being. So that's how we tie in that English is important. But it's not English. Every day they read because it's things that they want to read. And sometimes Bodhi will pick up a book on the periodic table or 
So we might do um, an extra resource for mm -hmm. those of you that are homeschooling or you specifically want to, you're considering taking your children out of the traditional schooling system. We'll do an extra um, training of some sort and resource just so we can share with you what we're doing. Again, it's not it's not the way to do it. It's about you learning and hearing from that and, and pulling out what you think could land and work for your family. But we'll make sure that we um, create that for you guys as well. So homework for today, um, we're going to share a, um, a, an action task into the Facebook community, um, questions for you to be asking to really elicit what it is that um, you want to be focusing on and, and how you piece that together for yourself first and then also for your children. Be well. See you See tomorrow. tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Awesome, guys. So that was day two of our Raising Empowered Families Challenge. We're going to continue to share the recordings of the other days with you in our future episodes. So I'd love to hear from you. What's something that you're committed to scheduling into your day, into your week that is going to take you further to living your vision and what you're doing to continue that conversation with your children as well. The more you can lead by example, then they're going to follow what mom or dad or that parental um, guidance around them is doing versus telling kids to do something and not actually living it ourselves. So hope you have an incredible day and can't wait to speak to you on our next episode.